0: Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday evening, September 12th. One of the more somber episodes that we've done. We'll try not to make this feel like a funeral, but TJ Pittenger, Richie Barnes. Uh, Richie, I know the answer to this question, but how are you doing? How was your weekend? Uh, honestly, man, I, I, I'm not letting
1: Florida State football ruin any weekends. I had a great weekend. <laughs> I did not have to work. Got to spend some quality time with the with the wife and the dog. And, you know, that that four hours last night, unfortunate, but we're here to talk about it.
0: Yeah, really, really sad that Florida State's game against Jacksonville State was canceled due to lightning in the area. And that, uh, you know, game didn't end up happening. Uh, But, you know, we'll go into next week and try and and play our second game of the year against Wake. I didn't even think that – Richie didn't even smile at that joke. So um, anyway, Double Fries No Slaughter brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. I saw a great, great reply on Barstool FSU's um, Instagram that said, I went and got a gut box after the loss, and I cried, in, <laughs> I cried in the box, and my fries got all soggy, and I still finished them all. So, uh, yeah, um, 1818 West Tennessee Street, 2550 North Monroe. Visit both their locations to drown your depression after the worst loss in program history. Uh, first lost by FSU against an FCS opponent, uh, a game they led by 10, which is about five minutes to go, and uh, ended up getting walked off against the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Um, visit Guthrie's because that'll be the only bright spot of your uh, of your weekend. Um, all right, Richie, Florida State loses a terrible, terrible game uh, six days after, we felt like we, I, I saw some good tweets, man. Anytime, anytime you're, you, you, uh, anytime something, you know, spectacularly awful happens uh, Twitter is, is alive. And and obviously you don't want it to be at the expense of your team, but it certainly was this week. I saw a tweet that said Florida state went from the best loss in program history to the worst loss in program history in, uh, in six days. And so um, <laughs> at least you can kind of chuckle at it and laugh at yourself, I guess. And, and kind of keep the pain away, but uh, Florida State loses on the last second touchdown, where it looked like guys were out of position, looked like defensive calls were very questionable, looked like effort on the last play was very questionable. But again, probably shouldn't come down to a last play against an FCS opponent, no matter what. Um, immediate thoughts, immediate reaction um, after the FSU loss last night.
1: Yeah, I think Mackens Milton said it after the game. He said, you know, when you get a so high after a loss like that and think you're something special and you're not, this is what happens. And that's what we saw. And it was just disappointing entirely. I, I really, the fact that we did not see Chubba Purdy is an indictment on the coaching staff and their game plan because they failed to execute and failed to put this team in a position to, walk away with this game early like they should have. This is a team that lost to UAB 31-0 to last week. Georgia beat UAB 49-6, to I think it was this week. Just a terrible loss, and there's nothing positive to take from this game at all. It was just one of the worst things I've ever seen. And it, the worst part is watching the game, you, you knew it was bad, right? We're watching it like, oh, my goodness, this is terrible. We're going to – but you felt we're going to escape with a win, right? We're, we're somehow going to escape and, and get the win and, and figure things out for Wake Forest. And then that last play happens. You have nine defensive players within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage when they need to go 59 yards. Made no sense to me. And here we are, 0-2 yet again.
0: Yeah, it, it really – like you just said, no, no positives you can take from it at all, right? And I think Florida State, I saw people talking about this. Florida State has struggled with pretty bad opponents the last few years and um, found a way to come out with a win. You know, should have probably lost to Sanford. Um, what we're, well, we're down two, three scores of the same Jacksonville State last year. Um, and then Travis came in and we were able to kind of run the ball at will and, and, and get the win. But um, year after year after year, playing close against FCS and terrible teams, um, Man, you know, eventually it kind of came back to bite us again. It, it really shouldn't have come down to that last play, but what an indictment on the team, the coaching staff, um, everybody kind of involved on the sidelines yesterday when you um, give up a sixty-plus yard play. Um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a sixty-yard jump ball where like fluky things happen or something gets tipped. Um, you know, that, that would almost be more excusable. If the kid could have thrown it 60 yards in the air and you knock it down and, and they catch it on a deflection, right? Like still heartbreaking, but to to lose the way they did, absolutely nothing positive can be taken from that. And like you said, the the idea that, um, I don't even know, the idea that the game was even close, that, that it was within four points uh, or within three points with a couple minutes to go is inexcusable. Like there's no way the game should have even been close late anyway. And so, man, what a rough one for Florida state to have to swallow there. Um, I, I don't, I mean, we put this as the title, but what now, right? Like I, I don't want to, I don't really know how we spend too much more time on the actual game because everybody knows what happened. Um, where does FSU even go from here, Richie? Like, what? What? Are, it's a tough, yeah, I mean, tough, tough it, spot to be in, right? I don't really it, know. There's it, it, much more to say about the game itself. Yeah, it's it's an inexcusable loss.
1: And Mike Norville has to wear this as the head man in charge. You know, uh, you know, we gave plenty of flack to Jimbo. You know, in 2017, and really during his entire career outside of that great run, we gave plenty of flack to Willie. It, Mike Norville needs to own this one, and he did in the post game presser, but we need more than that. And, you know, I I won't sit here and say, this is a must win for Mike Norvell's career for his job or anything. It it probably should be, but the reality is that we're not in a position where we can have that. Even as a conversation right now, that he needs to find a way to get this team back on track. What scares me to death is you think about a lot of our main contributors. These are guys that transferred in, right? And a lot of them only have one year. This is their only year here. Are they already checked out and, and just, done with this team, done with the season, saying, okay, well, let me you know, get what I can on tape for the draft. It's just a bad situation to be in for Florida State unless you somehow find a way to upset Wake Forest, which I don't expect to happen, and rally, rally off a couple of wins before North Carolina. But this is just worst-case scenario for Mike Norvell in Florida State right now.
0: Yeah, I think that – I think this is the most important – you know, I really got to think – about what he's coached. I know he's coached in other conference championships games, but we talked about this. I mean, the Wake Forest game was one of the most important games coming on, coming into the season on the schedule anyway. Um, yeah. this is probably the most important game of his career. Again, I don't think, I, I don't really see a situation where i mean, Florida state can come out and lose by 21 on Saturday against Wake Forest. And, and I don't think Norvell's going anywhere, right? Like they, maybe with an 0 and 12 season, he does maybe one in 11. I don't know. I don't think Florida state's in a position to be getting rid of anybody. Um, oh. So, uh, you know, and I, and I think that Florida state, you know, we talk about this, like progress is not linear. And so, you know, it's, it's one step forward last week by having a good showing. It's probably a very overrated Notre Dame team, but it's 15 steps backwards. It's not even like one forward and two, um, backwards. It's like 15 backwards losing, um, like this, but I do, I think that Wake force game is incredibly important. I think if Florida state, not, not like all would be forgiven, right? Like you still lost a really, really bad game. Um, that was inexcusable. But if you were to come out and beat Wake Forest and show that you rebounded and show that you kind of got your team refocused, got them to not quit, which we probably all expect, if they were to come out and beat Wake Forest, and we're like a zero right now, right? This is rock bottom losing to an FCS team. This is Florida losing to Georgia Southern. This is Miami losing to FIU. Like, this is bad, bad, right? And so and we're a zero right now. But you come out and beat Wake Forest, an ACC team on the road that's 2-0 and right now has put up 80-plus points in their first two games, Um maybe you wiggle your way back up to like a three or four, right? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, on your scale of one to 10, you know, I, you, I, don't, you, think, I you don't think, I don't think there's, well, I don't think there's any positive take from this, but if you come out and beat Wake Forest this week, I mean, he means, it means he didn't get the team didn't quit, right? Like he was able to get in a rally. Guys are still invested. I don't know. Does that mean no. being ultra, ultra hopeful there? I, I
1: win over wake forest does nothing for me at this point I, I, you cannot lose to an fcs school the first time in the program's history 27 games they were 26 no prior to last night a win over wake forest doesn't do much but it does something it, maybe, it, maybe it, it, starts really us, does it something, gets right? us in the right direction but I, i'm i can tell you if we could beat wake forest 45 to 20 next week i'm not gonna go to bed thinking man that's well, there we go we're back on track because I'm going to be worried again like man like UNC last year we, we all thought we had turned a corner then Louisville happened then Notre Dame this year we all thought man that was us and then uh, we saw what Toledo did to Notre Dame and we saw how Florida State lost to Jacksonville's freaking State last night yeah uh inexplicably so uh, a win over Wake Forest will be huge it, it in that moment in time but Man, I, I don't know if it's – I'm just scarred or what, but I, I don't know. I'm going to need to see three, four wins in a row before I can start feeling good about this team again.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you're going to get that. I think that you're looking at a three to four win team max. I, I think that the UMass game is, is still probably a win. I still really like um, Florida State against Syracuse. And then I think they probably luck into one or two more wins, right? Maybe they beat Louisville – maybe they, you know, NC state law, the ACC, I will tell you the one good thing for FSU is that the ACC is just absolutely terrible yeah. right now. And that's every, true. every other team that, that's going out there and playing is they're not losing to FCS teams, but they're losing pretty close. Like Georgia tech yet, you know, and unfortunately we don't play them, but um, yeah, the rest of the ACC is really, really bad. Like I was thinking NC state was good after they beat uh, USF 45, nothing. They go up and lose in Starkville. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, that is the one redeeming hope is that how, is how bad the ACC is. Uh, Miami should have lost yesterday to App State. Um, not that I have any hope for that Miami game at all now, but um, the ACC is just complete hot garbage. It, it, and Clemson's, I mean, Clemson's above average. I mean, they're good because they have a lot of talent, but their quarterback situation isn't great either. I mean, they're going to beat our brains in. But um, the the one redeeming thing is that, you know, The ACC is bad, and we'll probably luck into a couple of wins. I think if you get to four, after losing Jacksonville State, I think if you get to four, that's a positive. As bad as that (laughs) sounds, I I think four wins right now is really good. We were all saying five and seven, six and six, and you lost the second easiest game on the schedule. So you can find a way to to win three tougher games than that, that's probably a good thing. And realistically, Florida State is going to beat somebody
1: that none of us expect to beat heading into the week. It, it, It will likely happen at some point this year. But it's that same situation where here we are, we, we hear about the climb that we're excited. We're moving in the right direction. I think we had a phenomenal off season. The recruiting hype was as high as it can be. And then Notre Dame happens. It was a special electric night in Doe Campbell stadium. And then you follow it up with this and and it's just unforgivable. You know, it's Mike Rebell. What are we doing? And, uh, you know, and I don't, we can blame Adam Fuller for putting us in a horrible position on the final play of the game, but if Jacksonville state scores 20 points, I think every Florida state fan would assume we're going to win that game, not just put up 17 points and take the loss. So there is plenty of blame to go around and we're not just going to sit here and and trash the staff and players because anybody who watched last night or saw the highlights and sees the results knows what happened. There's plenty of blame to go around and we, we need to fix this moving forward because it, we're getting dangerously close to, you know, Nebraska and Tennessee territory in terms of, you know, once very proud programs that I'm not sure what's going to happen in the future.
0: Yeah, getting very, very close, if not already at, at you know, probably not there yet. Recruiting's still strong. I mean, you saw a lot of guys come out today and just say like, hey, um, you know, still locked in still committed doesn't matter how many we win or lose I mean you're seeing a lot of that from from players and we'll see what that looks like in December on early signing day or not but uh yeah I mean you're getting closer and closer to like you just said irrelevance right and and um you know other teams have battled this other teams have have gone through this I mean you know Florida won four games in a year and, and lost to Georgia Southern who didn't complete a pass you know I mean down moments and low moments like that happen and you you just like them to not happen after you kind of felt good after a a decent showing uh, six days before Um, you wonder if like the way, you know, we joked about the weather earlier. You wonder, you just wonder what the mental makeup of this team is because did, you know, did did you need like a Bobby Bowden tribute to get up for Jacksonville state? And I told, I told you guys this, I don't remember if I said on the pod or not, but um, you know, Bud looked over at me, At the uh, Notre Dame game, it said like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Well, I think it's easy to get up for Notre Dame, but like, how do you look next?" I actually, I didn't even say Jacksonville State. I said, "How do you look against Wake?" I mean, because that's how much we took that game for granted. And I, and I just wondered, did did the rest of the team they take that game for granted too? Like, hey, there's no way we're losing this one, and uh, you know, take it take an opponent lightly, and um, you know, you led by two scores late in the fourth. I mean, you probably still should have won, but you have two breakdowns or or one long drive and one breakdown, and there you go, you lose. You know, like you. You got to make plays when you can. You got to not drop touchdowns or um, anything else. You know, that's the thing.
1: This game should have been over early, right? Uh, Sure. The the chances were there very early on in Jacksonville State, especially after what happened last week. Florida State goes up 14, 17, 0. Jacksonville State's not coming back from that. But when you let a bad team hang around, and that might have been what happened last week for all we know, where with Florida State, you just let a team that doesn't belong on the same field as their opponent, you let them hang around, they're going to have a chance. And then uh, as fluky as it was on on that last play, again, you let them hang around and you made that an option because otherwise that's just, okay, you know, they, they cut the lead from 40 points to 33. No, they they beat you with that because you allowed them to hang around. And then I don't know what you were doing. I know Jacksonville State still had a timeout. But they were still 59, 59 yards away from from the goal line, and to allow that to happen, uh, that there's just again
0: said it multiple times, plenty of blame to go around for everybody. Um, looking forward, we've talked about some of the different games. Again, I you know we'll we'll, we'll talk more about Wake Forest specifically on on Thursday night um, when we preview that game. Um, Game previews right now just seem daunting to even think about. But we will still preview the game. Uh, We're still here tonight. No weeks off. You know, at the end of the day, we, uh, you know, I didn't call any plays. i worked my butt (laughs) off uh, sending in my booster check this month. So, uh, you know, I'm going to just sit here and talk about it, right? Stand stand up and keep doing the pod. So uh, that Wake Forest game, again, probably the most important game of the season before the season started. Certainly now the most important game that Mike Norvell has ever coached at Florida State again not like not like Florida State um uh, not like all will be forgiven but obviously you 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 at least try to move back in the right direction with a win on the road as an underdog i can't believe that Wake Forest is a side game but it will be um espn's fpi which we reference a lot on here not that we're not big believers or not but uh Gives Florida State better than a third chance to win that. So it says that Florida State wins that one in three times. Wake Forest has a 63% chance to win the game, according to ESPN. Um, ESPN's FBI still says that Florida State is a favorite against Louisville and Syracuse, having a 74% chance to beat Syracuse and a 60% chance uh, to beat Louisville. Um, that's why I think if Florida State can win this game, Uh, Saturday against Wake Forest, which I don't believe happens. They're a a six-and-a-half-point dog. and opened up at five and then jumped up pretty quickly. If Florida State could win that game, I do think they rattle off the next two wins against Louisville and Syracuse to get to three and two. They go three and three by losing to North Carolina. And then you go four and three by beating UMass, right? And that may be the last win. That that may be the last win. But, you know, you'd at least get to a winning record. You'd get to four and three before Clemson goes in and beats your brains in four and four coming out of that Clemson game and you've got four games to try and figure out a, a fifth and sixth win probably does not happen I don't think there's any chance that Florida State gets to a bowl at this point uh, without pulling up uh, pulling off a couple of major upsets but again the Wake Forest game we said before the season was huge it's it's obviously even bigger now um any other thoughts on FSU football before we move on to something that's more enjoyable to talk about than that? Nope, I,
1: I'm actually having a pretty decent Sunday, and I'd like to keep it that way by minimizing this
0: conversation
1: as much as possible.
0: All right, let's talk a little NFL football. Some fun stuff has happened since we last spoke. A um, couple of uh, – some great QB play from uh, a couple of QBs that we've mentioned a ton on this show. Uh, start us off, Richie, Thursday night. Game went down to the wire between the Bucks and Cowboys. What were your thoughts after uh, the Bucks picked up a good – you know, I will say good teams win, great teams cover. But uh, what were your thoughts after the Bucks picked up a big win on Thursday evening? Uh, uh, you know what? It, it was a
1: as a Florida State fan between Notre Dame last week, Jacksonville State yesterday, and the Bucs on Thursday. Man, it, it's been a stressful uh, three games of football for me. But I, I'm just happy with the win, to be honest. You know, it, it, you're the Super Bowl champs. So you know, you, you have a target on your back. Nobody on this team really other than Brady and Gronk are used to that. And, uh, you know, they answered the bell. You know, you, you could say maybe Chris Godwin got away with an offense pass interference. And I wouldn't argue if you said he did. But that's how the game played out. And the Bucks got the win. So I'm happy. Uh, and then my wife, as you know, T.J. Lindsay, uh, a very loyal Saints fan. She was very happy, as I'm sure you were, with uh, how that game turned out today.
0: Yeah, no, going back to that, I mean, yeah, they, they probably did miss an offensive pass interference call, but, you know, refs miss calls several times during games, and it's only really remembered when it's in the last, like, 30 seconds like that. So, yeah, um, yeah the Bucs probably didn't play their very best on defense. You know, Dallas left a lot of points out there on the field, um, but I think everybody in the world knew that when uh, Brady got the ball back with a minute 20 to go, you know, he was going to go down and, and, and probably – you know, lead the team to a win. So, um, yeah, today's game was a lot of fun. Um, redeemed the weekend a little bit for me after uh, after a pretty terrible performance on Saturday night. Um, you know, Harlan and I were talking about this before. You know, I hate when you root really hard for, um, like, the team that's playing your rival, um, App State. And then they blow it late at the end. Like App State should have beat Miami yesterday. So I was like, "Oh man, App State." You know, Florida didn't look great against USF. App State's gonna beat Miami, and then we're gonna win. This is gonna be a great <laughs> weekend. And then, you know, the wheels came off, and and Miami beat App State, and we lost, obviously. But then, yeah, Jameis today was fantastic for the Saints. Um, really, really smart with the ball. There were several times, and uh, Joe Buck and Charlie called the game that they even commented on it that. You know, there were times that Jameis just threw the ball away or took off running and then protected the ball, and those are things that he probably doesn't do two, three years ago. He probably just tries to force the ball and, and does something stupid with it. But, um, you know, he's never – and I know that the Bucks had a great all-around team last year that they got much, much better because of the Brady effect. Guys came to Tampa uh, with James, uh, with Brady. But I'm telling you, Jameis has not had a running game, an offensive line, or a defense like this since 2013. Um, well, maybe running game, we'll give him Dalvin. Um, but uh hasn't had a defense or, or an offensive line like this in his entire time in Tampa, right? Like the Bucs, you know, added Brady, which you know, improving your quarterback is massive, but they also, you know, drafted Werfs who was an incredible talent the offensive line last year. The weapons that they were able to add with Gronk and A B and Fournette, and those guys were fantastic. And then the defense last year for the Bucks is better than it ever was with with Jamison town. So um yeah, Hunter says or has eyes that are healthy. So the LASIK surgery seemed to work. Um, Jameis threw one pick, but it was called back thanks to a penalty. Sometimes superstars get calls like that. So good on him for that. Um, but, yeah, five touchdowns, no picks. And a, uh, I didn't see the final score of that, but it was 38-3 when we started the podcast. And I, I assume that's that's where it ended. Um, so cool to to see him go. And, and hopefully he flourishes there. Richie and I have kind of gone back and forth about the uh, Jameis Brady thing a ton. But I think where it all kind of lands is like both teams can can kind of win that situation. I think it was good for Jameis to have a new, a change of scenery, um, not have to be the man, get to learn behind Breeze. The Bucks obviously got their Super Bowl out of it, and the Saints could have the best you know quarterback in the division for the next five six years. So we'll kind of see how the um, how it all plays out. But it could end up being good for both sides. So. Um, Two NFL games. Oh no, just one tonight, but two Monday night games. I always enjoy the uh the Monday night football doubleheader. Oh no, no, just one tomorrow.
1: They're not doing the two. Yeah, it's, no, just one. It's too late for me. I'll I'll be watching Bachelor in Paradise and then uh tuning out and I'll see the highlights in the morning.
0: Yeah, it's tough when you know when it's not your team. Um It really is. I just it's hard to care as much. Next week, Bucks big favorites against the Falcons. Um Saints, slight favorites on the road against the Panthers, who the Panthers, I mean, I know they were playing the Jets, but they look pretty decent today. So we'll yeah. see if, if both teams can get to 2-0. I would take both teams getting to 2-0 uh, next week if, if that bet was somewhere. Um, all right, quick little run around FSU, and then we can get out of here. Um, soccer went 2-0 this weekend. Um we'll have a recap up tomorrow morning of all of the sports that happened this weekend. But soccer went 2 and 0. One of those wins being against a top 10 Auburn team today and then volleyball went 2 and 1 at the UCF Invitational, uh, losing on I want to say Friday uh evening against No, no, Friday Saturday morning against UCF if I remember correctly. Um yes, dropped that sorry. game but won the other two. That one against UCF did go to the fifth set. It was like 13 to 15 or something. It was really, really close, and UCF edged them out. But uh, that team is definitely improving, definitely getting better every week. So good on them for going 2-1. and one. I think they beat Georgia on Friday night, which is pretty impressive to um, beat an SEC team there and then absolutely demolish Florida Gulf Coast, which is who soccer's first one was against on Thursday. Uh, we will be back this thir- – actually, we may be back for a pop-up uh, NFL episode Sometime this week, yeah. just stay tuned for that. I don't want to say exactly when, but probably on Tuesday, um, with a special guest. And then we'll be back on Thursday to preview wake forest. That sounds daunting as of now, but no weeks off here at double fries, no slaw. Um, we will, uh, we'll keep trucking, man. We'll keep pushing off and see what happens. Uh, shorter show today. Again, you guys know what happened yesterday. Go watch some NFL tonight or bachelor or whatever. Richie's going to be watching. Have some fun. Um, I don't even care. Do you have a song? You have a depressing song we could play, something about like, you know, puppies dying or something that, that you know, would really set the mood off here?
1: Uh, I, I hate to, but I, I have to give one quick shout out to my mother in law. She is a retired professor from Jacksonville State, and she was very terrible. happy last song. night. Uh, but I, for a
0: song, uh, give me Beck Loser, because that, that just seems appropriate. We will see you guys at some point for a pop-up this week. Again, probably Tuesday night, so check us out. NFL-focused show. And then Thursday night for our Wake Forest preview. Hey, Richie and I, 3.30 game. will be no – if we win on Saturday. There was no – there was no – there was nothing last night. I had nothing to say. I don't know how people no. did an instant reaction yeah. last night. No. Like, just, are you glutton for punishment? Like, yeah, we saw the show. Like, you don't have to – Nobody really cares about your thoughts after that. I mean, that's not. I mean, I know everyone did, and it's. I know Noles two four seven. I know, but I know everybody does their instant reaction shows, But I'm just like, yeah, we're depressed. You get. I'm it. I'm not doing that. Go check out No Cap Sundays. Harlan was up early with those guys on the uh, on the roll up. Um, no Cap Sundays. I'm sure that was a great episode today. Um, I haven't listened to it yet because I don't want to cry. But go check that out. That's my shout out for the evening. Um, Well, we'll see you guys later this week. And as hard as it is to say 24 hours later, but go, (laughs) Knowles.
2: of wax falling on a termite who's choking on the splinters so